What's up, Whisper Nation? It is Monday, May 10th, and we're back at it. We're doing another mock draft, of course, mock draft mania. We're going to keep it going right here on the Fantasy Whispers live mock draft Monday. Right here. What's going on, Whisper Nation? Johnny Game Time Hicks here with the Fantasy Whispers. If you're new to our channel, or if you if you're in our live stream, we got the live stream is uh popping off. Let us know, Whisper. We appreciate you. We got Eric Zuber in here. Uh, we got Scott, uh, which is Death by Rona. We got Rob Shorter in here. Mock Trap Monday, boys. Let's go. Thankful for joining this Mock Trap Monday. Appreciate you, Eric, Scott, Death by Rona. Another draft. I will win. That Travi will deny me. Unfortunately, as you guys could tell, I haven't zoomed out or anything. Um, big Travi, my co-host, and Austin's here, are not here today. They are traveling back. Uh, if you joined me on Friday, they were at a wedding this weekend in New Orleans. New Orleans. Uh, shout out to them. So uh, they are on their way back traveling. So it's just me today doing this. So bear with me. I'm going to need your help today, Whisper Nation. I need you guys to be shouting out in the comments. Uh, let me know. Ask questions. If you have questions, we'll be going over a lot of strategy today in this mock draft. Uh, and I need to talk for like an hour. So that's going to be a little bit difficult. I apologize to you, Whisper Nation, if you're following along here on YouTube, on Facebook, on Periscope. Please give us a thumbs up. It's free, but it really helps our channel. And if you're new to our channel, welcome. I'm the Fantasy Whispers. I'm Giant Game Time Hicks. We do mock drafts every single Monday at noon uh, West Coast time and 3 p.m. Eastern time. If you want to join in, make sure you follow us on Twitter at TF Whispers. We drop the link about 40 minutes before we do the draft so we can load it up so you guys actually get a full draft room. And we got a full room today. I'm, I'm like super proud of Whisper Nation showing up, showing out. We will get this started here. I am drafting from the third spot. It is a 10-team Dynasty, half-point PPR, super flex Dynasty startup. Um, and so we're going to get this going here. We're going to start this draft. Whoops, I don't want to go into draft settings here. I want to go to begin draft here. Big shout out to everyone in the comments. Uh, that Rob, sure love the new uh, team name. Yeah, because... We got uh we got Death by Rona saying he changed his name from Death by Rona to the Real Whisper, so we'll see. I mean he he's been drafting decently, but we'll see what he does here. Uh, this is a mock draft. So Pat Mahomes comes off number one overall. Can't knock it. It's a dynasty. Uh, CMC at the one hundred two. I'll be honest with you. I'm really surprised because my guy who. I think will be, I'm going to take him number one here in Dynasty. Um, but I also think he is he is now my new number one. I think he's a tier of his own. Well, CMC, you could still take one-on-one, I think, even in redraft leagues. But Dalvin Cook, uh, Minnesota Vikings went out. They they drafted uh, one of the a really good uh, offensive linemen. Uh, that was where they were lacking last year. Um, and so he was there, there uh, I believe it was a... Um, right tackle uh it was either right or left tackle excuse me i need to vet that but um they they drafted 
what should be uh, their their franchise guy, and he is a really good run blocker. And if you go back and watch a lot of the tape where he was trying to pull over, uh, Dalvin Cook ended up getting either hit in the backfield and stopped, or uh, he was not able to gain as many yards uh, as he possibly could uh, because of that offensive lineman. And so with them getting that upgrade, I definitely think they will get an upgrade at, uh, at for running, and I think that's what they want to do. So I think Dalvin Cook is going to be uh, my number one overall running back this year uh, going for redraft leagues, and then I just happened to get him in Dynasty, which I love as well, because I still think there's plenty of tread on those tires. Normally, you know, we'll talk a little strategy here. If I'm at this 103 position, and let's say Dalvin Cook was off the board, he came off the board number two or number one, and then CMC was there, then I would say, I would suggest trading down. Um, I mean, Jonathan Taylor, I think, came off the board right after me, or right after my pick. Uh, and then Derrick Henry. And so I think that uh, if someone were in that three spot, really wanted like a Jonathan Taylor, Jonathan Taylor is probably the guy that I would have went with uh, if Dalvin Cook and CMC were gone in this mock draft. But if you want to accumulate some picks and trade down, maybe someone really wants Jonathan Taylor, right? Um, I would definitely advise, especially in a startup, to trade down, pick up future draft picks, uh, pick up, you know, uh, picks in this draft if you need to um, but if you can add value by just trading down a little bit because there's still so much value obviously we're still in the first round so uh, I would definitely do that and I think that you would definitely see that pay off significantly in, in down the road so starting off in a startup you definitely want to try to trade back if you can pick up some future assets because those become more and more valuable and you're not necessarily significantly damaging your team by trading down a little a, a few spots because as we saw I mean Saquon Barkley went to the 107 spot I mean that's a great pick I think uh getting a guy like Saquon at the 107 in a startup so I want to give a shout out to everyone in the draft room right now. We got the cat's pajamas. We got John credit. Uh, I'm in the one or I'm at the three spot. Then we have Derek or Drew Lou, who I believe is new. Uh, if you're watching on some stream that we are on right now, let us know. Uh, appreciate you joining the mock draft. Uh, Jacob lay. Uh, he is in the one Oh five spot. Muddy wool, uh, muddy wolf, woefuls. Excuse me if I uh, mispronounced that. I'm terrible with names. Uh, joining us at the 106 spot, Jacob uh, Jay Blizzy, who was our Whisper Nation champion last year. Great drafter. Uh, he is in the 107 spot. Easy Daddy in the 108. We appreciate. That's Eric. Uh, appreciate him. And then we got Captain Bob, and which is uh, Rob Shorter. And then who we got we got Scott in here who changed his name to the real whisperer. So uh rundown of the full first round here uh for the whisperer those who are just tuning in listening. Uh we had Pat Mahomes, Christian McCaffrey, Dalvin Cook, Jonathan Taylor, Derek Henry, uh Josh Allen, Saquon Barkley, Kyler Murray, Cam Akers, and then Alvin Kamara in the first round. And then to start the second round, we had AJ Brown. 
uh, Dak Prescott, Najee Harris, Justin Jefferson, Nick Chubb, Devontae Adams, and then Lamar Jackson go right before me. I am on the clock now. I have 37 seconds to make this pick. There are some really good running backs on the board right now. Um, but I am, oh, this is a super flex as well. So that's why the quarterbacks are, are going so high as well. So I, I don't know if I'll grab a, I want to grab a wide receiver here. And I am going to go with uh, DK Metcalf. I think that uh, with them settling everything with Russell Wilson, I, I think that he's still one of the best wide receivers in a startup that you can grab. So I grabbed DK in the second. Um, we'll see what is coming up here in the third. I do like the running backs here and you can grab like Deandre Swift. I love, uh, especially in a dynasty. I have him in a dynasty league. So I, I do love Deandre Swift. I, you know, Joe Mixon, I think has plenty of years. CEH great pick. You're getting that double stack of Pat Mahomes CEH. I think that's a good pick. But generally, I'm going to try to get some wide receivers here because the running back position is so volatile from year to year and their career lengths are a lot shorter and their productive career uh, length is even shorter than that. And so I tend to try to kick that for a little bit down the road uh, in in the drafts. I will probably look at a quarterback here just to grab one um, to to get one since this is dynasty i at least want one really solid quarterback and then we'll see where i go from there okay Deshaun joe burrow jalen hurts i'm gonna take this is gonna be this is gonna be a big gamble here um but i'm i'm a big believer in jalen hurts so i'm gonna go jalen hurts here in the third I really like what they're doing uh, for getting him weapons. The the organization is, this is a risky pick. I'm not going to deny Like if you're watching along like that, that is a really risky pick, but I do believe the upside for Jalen Hurts is definitely there. And um, so I'm going to go, I'm going to grab one core. He has like the, some of the highest upside to me of the quarterbacks left. So I'm going to go ahead and I, I grab Jalen Hurts. So, Probably I'm going to go back into the second round because we didn't really talk about a lot of the second round yet. So uh, let's see. Hold on. Oh, the cat's pajamas coming here. I have been really wanting to do a mock like this one. It's almost just like the first dynasty league I'm doing this year. Well, congratulations on getting into a dynasty league. The cat's pajamas. You are going to have so much fun. I, I really enjoy. I have never regretted starting up a dynasty league we started one up a couple of years ago we really wanted to get into it and um and so we we started and i love every aspect of it from the trading to the off season to the the rookie drafts everything about dynasty i love because it's year round and i think that it requires another skill level that you don't tend to see from redraft leagues um you you get to be if you're right on your guy like it's not it's fun in redraft leagues to have your guy and he pops off for the year or or whatever and and he could win you a championship or or whatnot but when he's on your dynasty team and you and you know you're vouching for him and and he you get him and he goes off and now he's yours for or he's on your roster for the foreseeable future that is the coolest feeling ever so i'm a big fan of dynasty i love the strategy i love the play uh, of of games you know year round and so i started doing other fantasy leagues 
because I wanted that same kind of uh, competitiveness, right, that you got in the or during fantasy football. But I just I had never really I enjoy fantasy basketball. I do play it. Um, and then, you know, I started a fantasy baseball league with some guy or I didn't start. I joined it and uh, I just didn't enjoy it as much. So fantasy football is the number one fantasy sport to me. That's why we do a podcast on it. But uh, I really love fantasy football. So congrats again, the Cats Pajamas, on joining your first dynasty. This is good practice for you. Um, so far, you've got Pat Mahomes, CEH, and then uh, Trevor Lawrence to start your draft. I mean, if Trevor Lawrence ends up being the Andrew Luck of football, which a lot of people are comparing him to, you know, like an Andrew Luck type or a Peyton Manning, you know, like these these guys that are going to be in the league for a long time and they're going to be one of the best quarterbacks, then you, you're pretty set right now. Uh, it will be interesting to see how the rest of your draft goes and how you kind of fill it out. But, I mean, there's going to be a lot of value at certain points uh, for certain positions. And if you can get the right guys and, and fill this out, we'll see how it goes. But um, it's a good strategy to, to try to pan out, you know, and get good practice on it. So uh, I wish you the best of luck. Hang with us. We'll get you some uh, tips, tricks things that you could do, but I definitely would encourage you to at least try to trade a couple of picks in your rookie draft or in your um, very first draft, try to trade down, get some added value, even if it's in future, you know, picking up third rounders, second rounders in the future, uh, those assets will come back uh, and, and pay you much more heavily than getting a guy right now, unless it's like really your guy. I'm up right now in the fourth round. That third and fourth round went pretty quickly. I'll recap in just a second. Let me uh, let me figure out who I want to get here. Uh, Joe Mixon still here. That's a pretty good running back. I think I might wait a little bit longer on running back. I'm gonna ooh, got some nice nice picks here. DeAndre Hopkins still on the board. He's a little bit near his age apex. So um, you know what? I might just go. I'm going to go Michael Thomas. Well, let me just check to see what tight ends are available. Travis Kelsey's still Darren Waller. That's a good tight end to get. I'm going to try it. Why not? Let's get let's get Darren Waller. I love Darren Waller. That's a risky. Uh, I'm this is uh, this is a risky draft for me. I don't I don't know if uh I don't know if I'm liking how I'm I'm doing this. I DeAndre Hopkins might have been the right pick there uh or or another receiver any i don't know we'll see we'll see what comes back around but darren waller i mean one of the best tight ends he's young younger um still about to enter the prime of his career i think he could be the number one overall tight end this year depending on the other situations and 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 who is actually at the quarterback position i mean if <laughs> if aaron Rodgers somehow gets traded to the raiders which there were some rumors that, you know, that could be happening. John Gruden went a little silent. Then uh, Darren Waller could definitely be the number one tight end next year for sure. And I would be loving that then uh, for this mock draft. But let's see. 
We had Travis Kelsey come off right before me. Yeah, Aaron Jones, Michael Thomas, pretty good. Cats pajamas. I like I like what you're forming here, man. I'm I'm digging it. All right, let's see. I'm gonna get a wide receiver here. Let me glance at the quarterbacks. Yeah, I'm gonna I, I'm gonna wait on that. Um, so Chris Godwin, Chris Godwin's pretty good, and he's young. I do like DJ Moore, but he's gonna be and he's gonna be moving more to the slot. Um, Mike Evans still hot. I mean, he's a beast wide receiver. Let's. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep chasing. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Mike. No, Chris Godwin. I'm gonna go Chris Godwin here. He's young. I mean, I I do like Mike Evans, but he's getting a little bit older. I think he's 20. I need to look this up. How old is Mike Evans here? I think it might be 28. I think he's still pretty young, but. It, and he's a beast. So Mike Evans is, where is his age here? Oh, 27.7 years old. So he's still pretty young. But I think Chris Godwin will definitely have a bounce back season this year. Once again, he's got Tom Brady for this year. We'll see what they do after at the quarterback position after that. Uh, but he's my wide receiver too currently. So I did consider Jamar Chase there. Don't get me wrong. Uh, that would have been a really good pick, especially for the future. And I do like the fact that he's going with Joe Burrow. If I would have had Joe Burrow, I think it would have def- I would have definitely wanted that double dip. Um, but I, I mean, they're both in the same tier for me. All right. Let's see if we have any. any. If you could do us a do me a solid favor, I'd greatly appreciate it. If you're watching this live stream right now with us. Appreciate you tuning in. If you could give me an awesome thumbs up or a heart wherever you're at, let me know also how your Monday is going. We appreciate every single one of you guys joining us for this Mock Draft Monday during Mock Draft Mania, as we like to say. We uh, Mock Draft every single Monday here on the Fantasy Whisperer channel, and then we release content. Uh, We do a live show every Wednesday and Friday. And then we release content on Tuesdays and Thursdays or or short clips, video clips. So love to help you out. We love uh, helping out Whisper Nation, uh, making our community even better. And we love mock drafting most of all. Like that's our favorite thing to do. I think it's most people's favorite thing to do. I also want to give a shout out real quick to uh, Sleeper. They have been doing mad updates. Let us know. how. What do you think in the comments? Let us know what you think of the Sleeper updates. Uh, I, I personally really like it. I think they, I think they're nice and colorful. We got Jacob Lay here. My first two picks were auto drafted. Could have done a lot worse. Um, let's see what you got. Saquon and Justin. Yeah, I mean those are pretty good. Uh, oh wait, no, no, sorry. I was looking at, I was looking at Jay, Jacob Bl- or Jay Blizzy. Uh, let's see, Jacob Lay. You had uh, Derrick Henry and Devontae Adams. Yeah, pretty good. Uh, I know. So I talked about this a little bit on Friday's show or in my rant about Aaron Rodgers and stuff. Devontae Adams is, you're seeing him him fall a little bit in this draft and rightfully so, right? We don't know who's going to be the quarterback of the Green Bay Packers next year. Um, And, you know, if Aaron Rodgers is there, then this could be, that could be an absolute steal if he ends up being traded right then yes his immediate value is it would downgrade obviously but 
We do know Devontae Adams is an elite wide receiver. And so we, he only has one more year left on his contract. And so if you can bear out that year, and this is a dynasty league again, so I think that's a good pick because in a year, obviously he's not going to stay there if he doesn't have a quarterback. And in general, Green Bay isn't known for paying up for their players. So with those two things in mind, uh, I think Devontae Adams especially in a startup and you got him as the third overall wide receiver off the board. I think that's great value. Uh, I did want to talk about, uh, we had um, Scott take uh, AJ Brown as the number one overall wide receiver. I do think that AJ Brown has the potential not only this year for the next coming years to be the number one wide receiver for fantasy football. I think especially this year, he's my guy uh, to be the number one overall wide receiver because they did absolutely very little to address that wide receiver core, just the weapons uh, for Tennessee in the draft. And so I believe that you will see A.J. Brown get absolutely peppered with targets. Like I would be absolutely shocked, barring injury, of course, but I would be absolutely shocked if if we don't see him get at least like 160 targets. And that's with the added game, uh, remind you. So um, he is he is on and we've seen him explode. Like, I'm not worried about, you know, them double covering him or anything like he's a big bodied wide receiver. He can blow past you. Uh, I absolutely think uh, he's going to kill it. So I, I think that that was actually a good pick there for you to go with him. Some people might say you know, take Justin Jefferson or DK Metcalf, but, or Devonte Adams. But I think that that's a, that's a, as good a pick as any. All right. I'm back on the board. Mike Evans is still there. So I could double up when oh, I only got 11 seconds to make this pick. Well, I, I don't like doing that. I'm just going to take, I'm going to take the value. Even though it's, even though they're both for Tampa Bay, I mean, Tom Brady just threw 40 touchdowns. So, um now could father time hit him this this year yeah but i'm not i'm 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 done doubting tom brady like i'm just done doubting him um and again having two wide receivers on the same team in a startup i I probably would have traded back in that position in all honesty but having having a guy like mike evans talent you will be able to trade so I also you also need to remember that when you're drafting, you're not only drafting, especially in a dynasty league, you're not only drafting for this league, but like you could potentially trade these guys for future picks. If you're like, oh, I'm not I'm not satisfied with my team and that's fine. Like you can trade in a dynasty league and make your roster how you want it. You just got to make the moves. And so uh, and be willing to, you know sacrifice future picks or whatnot uh, in order to make the roster that you choose to make uh, if you don't hit it on the draft. And so, um, I mean, I did that. That's my, my first draft uh, dynasty draft uh, was not, was not good. And what did I end up doing? Like I traded away a lot of my, my players, I got better players um, and I did things that way. Uh, in order to improve my roster. And and then I got to the semifinals or yeah, the semifinals last year. So you can quickly turn things around in a, in one year if you don't nail your draft. 
it's okay. We can help you out. I might need my own advice uh, this year. We'll we'll see. <laughs> um, all right, let's. I'm looking at the quarterbacks here. It's starting to get really really thin. Um, might go. Ooh, Chris Carson is still here. That's an interesting pick. That's a much shorter. I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna grab another receiver here. I'm gonna go with uh, DJ Chark. So he's my fourth wide receiver, and he only has one more year left on his contract. There are rumors that Jacksonville isn't going to renew his contract. We'll see how that goes. They didn't do that with Allen Robinson, right? They did tag him for a year, and then they let him go. But I do like the talent of DJ Chark. I do like him this year, obviously, with Trevor Lawrence, and um, so we'll see. we'll see what kind of value he'll have, but he'll, he'll definitely have weeks. Like, I mean, we've seen him be a wide receiver one before. So the upside is definitely there to get him in the seventh round of startup as my fourth wide receiver. I like it. I'm a fan. Um, I want to give a rundown. I'm going to, I had ended off in the second round before, so I'm going to catch up the listeners. If you're listening on our podcast Um, in the third round, we had Trevor Lawrence to start off then Russell Wilson, then I took Jalen Hurts, so a mini quarterback run there. Uh, DeAndre Swift at the 304, uh, George Kittle at the 305, Joe Burrow, Tyree Kill, Ezekiel Elliott, Stephon Diggs at the 309. That's a good value. Uh, Aaron uh, Aaron Rodgers, excuse me, at the 310. Zach Wilson at 401 to start the fourth round. Then C.D. Lamb, then Trey Lance, Antonio Gibson, Calvin Ridley, uh, J.K. Dobbins, excuse me. Uh, And then we had Terry McLaurin, Darren Waller, DeAndre Hopkins, Aaron Jones to round out the fourth round. To start the fifth round, we had Michael Thomas, Travis Kelsey, Chris Godwin, D.J. Moore, uh, Jamar Chase, Allen Robinson, Kyle Pitts, Keenan Allen, Justin Fields, David Montgomery to close out the fifth round. I like that closeout. Kenny G to start the sixth, Austin Eckler, Travis Etienne, then Ryan Tanhill, Joe Mixon, Miles Sanders, Brandon Ayuk, Mike Evans, Josh Jacob, then Tua Tungavailoa to close out the six. I like that pick a lot. I was looking and eyeing Tua with that six pick. thought he would last just a little bit longer, but that was a good snag. Then we have uh, Javante Williams at the start of the seventh, and Miles Gaskins, DJ Chark, Baker Mayfield, Amari Cooper, Jerry Judy, T. Higgins, Julio Jones, all the way in the seventh. That's a steal. Um, I know he's getting up there in age, but I think he still has a couple more years, at least of a wide receiver, too. So that's that's good value there. Michael Carter, really digging Michael Carter going to the Jets. He's like probably one of my favorite rookies right now. So definitely like his value right there. I'm going to have to start getting create. You guys are starting to get these guys that I thought would go a little bit later, to be honest with you. So uh, Noah Fant to close out the seventh. Now, Noah Fant, I'll tell you, if Aaron Rodgers goes to the Broncos, you're going to absolutely see Noah Fant's uh, stock skyrocket. Uh, we, I mean, it doesn't take a, a, an absolute genius to say that. I understand. But right now, Noah Fant is a guy that I already like as a breakout tight end. Like we sort of saw it last year. And then he got injured, and that hindered him the rest of the season. 
I think with a full season, even if it's Drew Locke as the quarterback, I think that he'll be a good fantasy uh, tight end for you this year that you'll be able to get later on in drafts. But if Aaron Rodgers goes there, you're going to massively see his his value go up and he'll probably go probably where like TJ Hawkinson is going in redraft leagues and and Darren, not Darren Waller, but um Mark Andrews. And so. And that's probably right around where I would have him. I'd probably place him above those guys. I think Kyle Pitts would finally fall down. I think that would cause his stock to finally go down a little bit more again. Kyle Pitts going in the fifth round of a dynasty league is a little bit different. I don't mind that as much. It's a much more long-term play. And so uh, if you're in a redraft league, I I don't mind grabbing Kyle or a dynasty league, excuse me. I don't mind grabbing Kyle Pitts as much, but in a redraft league, I'm going to stay away from him. All right. And then we just had Mark Andrews go off. My pick is coming up here. I'm going to start to get ahead here because every time I've had like 10 seconds to get um, to to get my my thoughts gathered and and look to see who's going around uh, my pick. And so I'm going to do a little due diligence here so I don't end up with a although I don't I haven't been I haven't been doing too bad talking operating the draft board. I don't know. What What do you think, Whisper Nation? Give me a thumbs up if you think I'm doing a, a pretty good job. <laughs> Got to run this whole whole uh, operation without my boys. It's a little bit different these days. Oh, man. Ah, I was hoping Trey Sermon was going to fall to me. I was hoping Trey Sermon was, was going to snatch him up. I really like that landing spot. Really like that landing spot. And that would have been a good... Although Eliza Mitchell, a lot of people, a lot of people are liking him, but I do need to start looking at grabbing a scooping up a couple running backs here because they are getting super thin. James Rob, I'm going to go, I'm going to go ahead and go with Kareem Hunt because his upside is definitely limited with Nick Chubb. Love Nick Chubb, but Kareem Hunt doesn't have a ton of time left on his contract. And if another team does end up uh, going, oh, I appreciate you guys. Appreciate you, Cash Pajamas. Appreciate giving you guys, uh, and Jacob Blake, give me the thumbs up. Appreciate you. I'll tell you what, Whisper Nation, you guys are on your game today. You, you got, some of you guys are like absolutely killing it in these, uh, in these, in this draft. Like Cash Pajamas getting Deontay Johnson in the eighth. Love that. I'm kind of chasing some stuff. I'm chasing. I think uh, I do like... I'm just going to go down because the general consensus is don't take a quarterback early, which, listen, you can play fantasy football any way you want to play it. If you want to play where you take your quarterback early... I need to make sure I'm not up here. If you want to play where you take your quarterback early, you can win that way. You definitely can. Don't let people tell you you can't. It's just a little bit different or or more difficult to play that way because you need to start getting and landing values other places or trading for those values. Uh, Sorry, I'm up on the clock here. I am going to – I'm looking at the wide receiver. Ooh. There's some good stuff here. There's some good stuff here. There's a couple couple plays that I like. Let's see. 
I got uh, quarterbacks. There are not a lot left. You know what? I'm going to go ahead and grab Matthew Stafford as my second quarterback. I really like him this year. I'm letting I'm letting a lot of value pass. Uh, there it goes. TJ Hawkinson. I was I was not going to say anything because I was going to see if he was going to come around to me in this next round. TJ Hawkinson is the guy that I should have probably went. That's the guy that I I would have. Instead of going Darren Waller, which I do like that pick, but I probably like hindsight 2020, you know. Um, but I probably went would have went like Michael Thomas there instead and then my wide receivers would have been absolutely stacked i wouldn't really have to worry about too many of them and then the later rounds i could have focused on other positions and grabbing tj hawkins i'm a huge fan of tj hawkins in this year but he comes off after me uh i grabbed matthew stafford again i think that he will be a very solid uh you know quarterback to put in my super flex i'm excited for what he could do this year and he still has you know plenty of years left that he will be a a solid quarterback uh, to put in my super flex. And he actually makes the Jalen Hurts balance out a little bit um, because I think Matthew Stafford will be more uh, of a solid quarterback. And I think that Jalen Hurts gives me that upside play at the quarterback position. So playing them together, uh, I like doing that in general. Um, I was saying before I made my pick, uh, that if you want to take a quarterback early, you can definitely do it. It's just a different strategy. So a lot of people don't like playing that way. And they'll tell you, you know, it's so easy to stream a quarterback and it tends to, it, it can, but like you can also stream any position. Are there some positions that are more difficult to stream than others? Absolutely. But every single week there are quarterbacks, there are running backs, there are uh, tight ends, wide receivers, defenses and kickers. Every single week there are positions that you could stream uh, or you know get by with guys that just have good matchups and playing the matchups and that's where you know we'll keep you updated on on that if you hang with us if you subscribe to our channel we'll give you those plays every single week so you'll know hey this is a good matchup the running backs usually go off against this team I'll play this guy and you can get by with that is it as comfortable as, you know, having, you know, elite running backs and, you know, stack running backs and then streaming a quarterback? That's probably easier. Sure. But like I said, you can win this game in so many ways. People think, oh, you have to win in the draft. No, that's not true. You, you can't. You could do some bad things in the draft, but you can always fix your draft, right? By hitting the waiver wire, doing that, hitting up trades. But it's you don't just win at the draft. You don't just win by picking up waivers. You It's a combination of so many things. And yes, a lot of people say, is luck involved? And yeah, there is a, an added part of luck to fantasy football. There have been times when you play, you just happen, you know, I've seen so many people who like DM me and I've been involved in it as well, where like your team is just stacked, but like you play against teams that just go off every week against you and there's like nothing you can do about it that's just how the game rolls sometimes so what you have to do is you have to minimize those odds and say how can i put my best team depending on my matchup together and it's just that's how you have to look at the game week by week and you can make anything happen 
I mean, I've seen, I've won with some pretty terrible teams, but I've also lost with some really good teams. So it's gone both ways. And that's just how fantasy football, that's why we love it. Because you can never predict it. We had a major run at, well, major. <laughs> Three quarterbacks came off the board here. I'm going to look at, see, uh, we have, I really wish Bateman did not go to, really wish Bateman did not go to Baltimore. Let's see. I need to grab another running back here. Ooh. Do I go with Uncle Lenny? Uh, oh, I got, I'm going to go, I don't like, I don't love it. I don't love it, but I don't hate it. Uncle Lenny. I need another running back. That's, that's a short-term solution. But I kind of put myself in that position. Put myself there. So that's what that's what we get. Also, we did not do any kickers or defense in this in this mock. All and as well as we're only doing thirteen rounds. Well, I thought I changed that to fifteen rounds, but uh, we're only doing thirteen rounds. General in general, these mock drafts go way longer. Like especially if they're a dynasty team, you'll probably have you know between twenty and twenty five rounds uh, that you would draft. Uh, but for the sake of time, and so you guys don't, you know, never come back to our channel again. I don't want to have to put you guys through me talking for an hour and a half as we go through deep, deep dives. Uh, so I'll spare you that. Oh, let's see. Oh, my goodness. Cat's pajamas. Uh, you're just like stealing so many of my picks here, man. I mean, kudos to you. Good job. I was really wanting Rondale more. I almost took him at that 10 spot, but then I, I really needed a running back. That's bad. And now I'm going to even put myself even worse position here because, you know, it's not a worse position. It's just not as... I'm going to go Damian Harris here. I was thinking Zach Moss. Zach Moss... I'm just not a fan of Zach Moss. So it's hard for me to get Zach Moss on my teams. You know, like, especially if it's a dynasty league where I, you know, I have to root for him for years. That's the other thing. That's another tri tip or trick I'll, t I'll tell you. Try saying that like 10 times fast. But get guys that you enjoy watching. Because if you, if you, and if you stuck around Whisper Nation, if, if you've been here for a while, you will hear this so many times. So I, I do apologize to you guys, but it can't be stated enough. Like get guys that you enjoy watching. And I just also realized that I'm like loaded up on t Tampa Bay players. This is bad. This has been a horrible draft for me. I'm going to give myself an F right now, but it's okay. It's a dynasty league I could trade. <laughs> in theory, but we always repeat this and we always say it all the time where get guys that you like to watch play, because if you don't do that, you're going to be beyond frustrated. If you get guys that you're, you know, just going after because X, Y, or Z analyst tells you, Hey, this guy's going to be good this year. And you draft him hoping that that, you know, comes true. And then it doesn't, you're just going to have a, a difficult time. You're not going to enjoy playing fantasy football, which is like the best part, obviously, is playing the game. And if you don't like those players, don't enjoy watching them, then there's no use on having those guys on your team. Now, are there occasions when those guys do end up going off and, you know, being a really good fantasy player? Of course, it happens all the time. You know, I wasn't the biggest fan of James Robinson last year, but he was a top 12 
fantasy running back, you know, and then I got on board and then he burnt me and he broke my heart by, by uh, well, I should say the Jacksonville Jaguars broke my heart by getting Travis Etienne, but it happens, you know? And so it's nothing's worse because people also can sense the desperation when you're trying to like trade a player, especially if he's not like an, a name that a lot of people are into then it gets really hard to trade that player as well. So I also, that's the other type of strategy tip that I would give you. I don't know what number we're on now, maybe like six or seven, I hope. I don't know. But this tip would be that you, when when you're picking a player, also go for, it's fine to go for a little bit of name value, right? If you're like torn between two players, Go for the little bit of name value that that people have because that that weighs so much on on players' values, even if they're not even that good of a player, but they have like a really good season or like that's what people attach to that name. Uh, then then pick that up, and then you can always flip that and trade it. So um, that's something that I like to do uh, if I'm not in love with with a guy, but he's there, and I know that hey three of my buddies have been hitting me up or talking about him nonstop, then that value goes up to them. So by taking that player off the board and then being able to trade them or, or whatnot, like you can add value to your team. There's so many ways, especially in the dynasty league where you can add value. I love trading, trading Wob or fob. However you put it in your league. Uh, I love trading that as well, or using that as an added piece, uh, to to add value to the trade if, if something's you know very close but they're just not they're like ah, i don't know I, i'm not 100 percent sold then i love adding even even wob or fob especially before the season starts you know because then that player knows hey if any player from now until you know somebody else gets more money or whatever more fob you have the number one, you have the most money. And so you are that, that person is able to go get whatever player were to become available. And so that's something that I, I like to argue or, or say uh, when I'm trying to tip a, a trade. So, and oftentimes you can get away with less wob uh, because everyone else has, you know, the same amount. So you don't have to go a significantly high value to add on there you're just sacrificing you know 10 15 percent and then you're able to get the deal done so i got 24 seconds here zach moss almost fell to me i would have actually taken him in the 12th year uh if he would have just because of of the value um and i need running backs to be honest with you so i do like i really am a big fan of terrence marshall but i have a lot of wide receivers there's still a lot of of Oh my goodness. Uh, all right. James Connor. I'll select him. I don't believe in him this year, but I, this is rough boys and girls. This is, this is rough. I was running out of time, running out of time. K sports live. Welcome in, man. Thanks for joining us. Get the players you believe in. Absolutely. Love it. You will hear us repeat that so many times. I'm not a believer in James Conner, but I still got him. Uh, We'll see. I mean, again, 
my my expectation for the Cardinals backfield is going to be, uh, you know, 60, 40 split, 70, 30 split in favor of Chase Edmonds. But they're both it's a one year contract for both. Um, yeah, I'm not I, I should not have taken that pick. But I ran out of time. We'll see. I like the value here. Michael Gallup, that went right after. I'm a big fan. I think, you know, getting anyone from the Dallas Cowboys offense this year is going to be uh, a beneficial move. All right, let's see. Wow, DeMonte Parker's still available. Hmm. I mean, I definitely would. There's, I really wish this draft would went a couple. You know what? I need. Okay, this is a perfect case in point of what I'm, I would do here in a draft. The values are not great at, I mean, there are some at the wide receiver position and I could do, but my, my team is pretty stacked at the wide receivers. I got four right now, pretty solid ones. Devontae Parker, would I would look at him, especially in the next couple rounds. And, you know, there would be a couple more rounds. But I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to grab Tony Pollard right now because he has of the the running backs still on the board. He has so much upside because of Ezekiel Elliott and things like that. But now, not only that, now I have a trade piece for who grabbed Ezekiel Elliott, Easy Daddy. So now I could go to Easy Daddy, and he also has Chase Edmonds. So now I can potentially go to him and try to work out a deal, you know, where I can trade him, you know, Tony Pollard and something. For Chase Edmonds, now I've got my definite lockup on my second RB for this year, and that will get me uh, through this year. You can do moves like that. So always be thinking not only about your team roster and what your team needs are, but also think about like the potential moves if you're not completely satisfied with who is available on the board at that time, um, and or if you need to like fix moves earlier, you know, like. You got to just be looking at the board, always evaluating what's available, what other players have, what you might need. Um, and and so there's always ways to make your team better, even if it's not going well. Uh, and then, okay, so right here, Travis Garden uh, saying Rondell Moore is amazing, favorite rookie for talent. I am absolutely elated that the Cardinals got Rondell Moore. I I think that he, I'm, I believe in his talent. I believe what you're saying, Travis, I'm just as big of a, a fan of his and on that same bandwagon of saying like, I think he will be uh, one of the best rookie wide receivers that we do end up seeing um, because the upside is just so tremendous. It might be hit or miss, right? It's, it might be, you know, a couple of games where he has big monster games and then he, he's quiet on a couple of games. But I do believe that they will put him in the slot and they will be able to. Oh, there are a couple more. Rounds, I thought. Wow. Yeah. OK, so 14 and 15. I thought I added those, but I, I can't. I, this is. Wild. Um, and so with them adding him and with the weapons they have on the outside and AJ Green and DeAndre Hopkins, I think that he will create tremendous mismatches. His speed uh, will be will be what they need, but he like that's what they wanted uh, Andy Isabella to be like that was what they were hoping when they draft Andy Isabella that they were going to get the receiver that Rondell Moore is, and of course Rondell Moore still has to play. I get that, um, but I will say that watching his tape, watching 
what the Cardinals, you know, I'm a big fan of the Cardinals, obviously. Um, but watching what they were trying to do and what they wanted to do, getting a guy like Rondell Moore fits that puzzle piece. And and yes, he has to go out and prove it. But I do believe that he will be able to. I don't believe his size. And a lot of people, oh, his size, he's an undersized guy and he's going to get smashed. And sure, like he'll take some hits, but I, I, I think he'll also bulk up a little bit and he won't be so tiny. I think that he could be Tyree kill 2.0. Like I really do believe it. I think he's in the right offense to really captivate and really achieve his ceiling and unlock that. So uh, definitely agree with you there. Uh, K sports here. I think Amon. am uh, Yeah. Okay. I, I'm not going to like say the whole name. Cause like, uh, I just don't want to tongue tie myself here, but um. Brown, Amon Brown, is highly underrated as a rookie wide receiver, uh, will have an immediate impact on the Lions and perfect wide receiver for Goff. I do think that this was a good pickup for them, especially because their wide receiver room was like is atrocious. They didn't they had like their number one and number two uh wide receivers leave in free agency. So yeah, I, I think and Goff, he does remind me of of like a Robert Woods type of players. And so I do think, and with them getting a better offensive line to protect Goff, I think that's uh, definitely, definitely a wise move. Terrence, I'm a big fan of Terrence Marshall, but I also, you know what? I'm going to do it. Oh, yeah. Cause I need, what are they? Hold on. What quarterbacks are Drew Locke, Teddy Bruin? There it's just, oh, wait. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Okay, I got nine. Nine. All right, I'm gonna grab Terrence Marshall here. I like, I love Terrence Marshall. I'm a little concerned with target target wise of where he pans out as a rookie. I don't know if you'll see a lot of upside with Terrence Marshall this year, but I do like the system that he's going into, and I do like uh, the type of receiver he is. He is that big bodied X wide receiver that they need, and so I do think that he will have a very bright future in this league. Dallas Goddard comes off right after me. I like that move. I credit. Look at that. He grabbed Travis Kelsey early in the draft and then takes Dallas Goddard in the 14th. That's a really good move there. Okay, hold on. Oh, Jameis Winston did end up going in that. I was checking to see. I was going to grab Jameis. I do like Pat, but he's a rookie. I'm going to go. Hold on. Is my boy. Oh, yes, dude. Give me T Higgins or Tyler Higby. I mean, <laughs> T Higgins. Uh, give me Tyler Higby here uh, I with that double dip with Matthew Stafford. Oh, yeah. I'm a big fan. of Tyler Higby. Not bad. Not bad. Dallas Goddard would have been choice, though. That was a good pickup, especially because they could have gotten the double dip on that one. I'm a big fan of double dips as well. They aren't statistically like we're going to do a dive into that actually on the show. That is one thing we plan on doing. Like what is the actual competitive edge of getting a double dip? The theory is always great and I love the theory, but I want to we're going to deep dive into the analytics and, and see if that actually is the actual case on like 
at giving you an advantage. Now, I do think like depending on like the double dip that you have, I think it could significantly swing your team. Like if you had the double stack of Pat Mahomes and Tyreek Hill last year or Pat Mahomes and Travis Kelsey last year, you chances are you either won your your league or you got to the finals. You maybe didn't win if you played against Alvin Kamara or like Tom Brady and, and Mike Evans, but or even that one, like Tom Brady and Mike Evans, that stack won you guys uh, a league or won people leagues. I know that for a fact. So, uh, but I want to find out the exact analytics behind it, what the advantage is, uh, because that could be an important role to play. I absolutely like taking guys later on, especially if it's like a tight end uh, double dip. That's that's choice for me. All right, we're about to close out this this draft here. And I want to give a big kudos to everyone who joined the mock draft. Appreciate you guys so much for joining in. Uh, If you could do me a favor, if you're watching along, give me a thumbs up on this video. Really helps our channel more than you'll ever know. It's free for you, but it really helps uh, YouTube algorithms say, hey, get these guys uh, a couple more views here because people like their content. So we greatly appreciate if you could do that. I'm going to uh, run down a couple of my favorite teams here. I've been looking as I've been uh, drafting. So I'm going to, I won't grade every single team like we normally do. I'm going to uh, pick out my top three favorite teams and uh, just want to, Go over these questions real quick uh, before we close out the show. Uh, K uh, Sports Live says, "What's your thoughts on Fitz Magic this season? Now he's in. Now he's the starter in Washington. I absolutely love it. Uh, we had a breakdown of how Terry McLaurin. We have a video uh, in our on our channel of Terry McLaurin and how we think he's a tremendous value right now because of what uh, Ryan Fitz Magic does." to his wide receivers and to his weapons and more specifically to the wide receiver position. So I think that that's great news uh, for Terry McLaurin and Curtis Samuel. I think Curtis Samuel could have a really nice season, uh, more of a wide receiver kind of flex, a wide receiver three flex kind of wide receiver, but he'll have, you know, around a thousand yards to end the season and probably four to five, maybe six touchdowns there. And then uh, I just think that with the offense, with Ryan Fitzmagic behind it, we've seen him like he's just, he loves the game. He loves to win. uh, Even if he knows he's going to get pulled, Um, but he'll go out there and give it his all. And so you got to like a quarterback like that and guys in the locker room love guys like that. So like they play hard for him. So I absolutely love the move for Washington. I'm a huge fan of it. Uh, the cast pajamas, uh, that was good practice. I'm probably going to take tight end earlier though. Johnny, thanks. That's good. Yeah. See, it's, it's good to take these notes, uh, while you're doing it. Uh, the fantasy football therapist, yo, what's up, man? Missed had a client, uh, had a client, but free now give the thumbs up. Appreciate you. Uh, fantasy football therapist. The dude's been popping into our mock drafts uh, for last I don't know, a couple months now. So appreciate you stopping by, giving us a thumbs up. Uh, if you if you just streamed upon us, I'm going to run down my favorite teams right now real quick before we close out this show. Um, I really do uh, like what the Cats Pajamas did with his draft here. Um, I was a little skeptical with him taking uh, the quarterbacks that he did early and, and with how he could pan it out. But I actually really like how he put this team together with Pat Mahomes, uh, Trevor Lawrence, and T- Tonga Vailoa, I do think Tua could have a very big year this year. I would not be surprised at all if he's a top 10 quarterback. And so I think with having Pat Mahomes and Tua 
together and then being able to flex in Trevor Lawrence until he is to the ability of an every week starter. Um, I think that's great. I think you did a, a really awesome job there. And then your your running back situation, uh, you I mean, you paired up the Denver Broncos running backs there. You have Aaron Jones and CEH, uh, very, very solid running backs. Mostert a little bit later, even though we'll see what that situation bears. But I uh, really like your depth there. And then you're looking at your wide receivers, Michael Thomas, Deontay Johnson, Cooper Cup, Rondell Moore. Uh, and then uh, Kadarius Tony and Jalen Rager. I really do think that you have a, a pretty solid uh, wide receiver core there uh, from top to bottom. And then I, I would say your only weakness is Cole Clement, but I'm actually a fan of Cole Clement. We'll see, you know, how much of a jump he does this next year. But we do tend to know, you know, if rookies quarterbacks or yeah, if rookie quarterbacks come in, they tend to like the the tight end position. So. Uh, I, I do think that we could see some nice weeks from Cole Clement. I would probably pick up another tight end so you can stream them simultaneously. But uh, very, very good job there with your draft. I really do like that one. Um, let's see. The other one that I really do like is, let's see. I do like uh, Drew, Drew K. Lou. I think uh, he was new to our mock draft, and he put together a very nice draft pair, taking Jonathan Taylor in the first, Lamar Jackson in the second, DeAndre Swift in the third. So has two, you know, second-year running backs that I think could be RB ones. Uh, he has Terry McLaurin, DJ Moore, Brandon Ayuk as his three wide receivers. Took Trey Sermon as his another uh, running back depth piece. Jordan Love, we'll see. That, that could be, but having Baker Mayfield as his second quarterback, I think that's solid. Uh, and then TJ Hawkinson talked about how he's one of my favorite tight end positions prospects this year. And then closed it out with getting Bateman, Juju, Devontae Parker, uh, Todd Gurley. We'll see if he ends up landing on a, on a spot, But uh, and then Tyler Boyd. So very good mock draft for you, Drew. Uh, I really like what you did there. And then the third team I got to get shout out would be uh, credit. He would be my third team here getting CMC Herbert and Russell Wilson, having those two stacks. Like that's unbelievable. Uh, Deandre Hopkins as his wide receiver one slipping to the fourth. I still think he has plenty of years left. Travis Kelsey, number one tight end still. Um, could that change? Yeah, but I still think he'd be a top three no matter what. Uh, getting Josh Jacobs Gaskins uh, to fill that number two role. I, I mean, Miles Gaskins, one of the biggest beneficiaries of the draft this year, like biggest uh, stock up after the draft. So Corlin Sutton, Odell Beckham, Will Fuller to pair. I absolutely love all those wide receivers. Tremendous upside. A.J. Dillon, Michael Gallup, Jared Goff late as your third quarterback. Goddard talked about how I really like that pick and as a backup Jarvis Landry. I think you have uh, probably my favorite team of all from top to bottom, just the depth and everything. So good job credit uh, and appreciate everyone else. I mean, we had some really good other drafts in here. Let us know in the comments, Whisper Nation, which draft you really like. And if you want to mock draft with us, we mock draft every single Monday, especially during May because it's mock draft mania. And so we drop every single Monday. We go live at 3 p.m. Eastern time, 12 p.m. Pacific. And uh, we drop the links to the mock draft about 40 minutes before that on our Twitter. So make sure you're following us at TF Whispers if you want to get in on the mock drafts. All right, Whisper Nation, that is it for today's show. I am Johnny Game Time Hicks. 
Appreciate you guys so much for joining. Till next time, join us Wednesday for a live show. Appreciate you, Whisper Nation. I'm out. Peace. Thank you for listening to the Fantasy Whisperers podcast. You can hear more from John and Travis on Google Play, SoundCloud, and iTunes. You can also follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at TF Whisperers. 